You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey guys, we're back. And today we're going to be giving you some tips on how to use email to stand out from your competition save time and be more profitable. And helping us is Daniel Throssel of Persuasive Page. And he's all the way from Australia. I'm super, super excited. Uh, So Daniel, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Bright and early Australian time. (laughs) It's rainy and dark out the window and I'm wearing this this big, thick jacket and you're just sitting there in this nice little t-shirt enjoying your warm evening. It's like 7 p.m. and it's like 85 degrees out. So... (laughs) Yeah, see, like in Australia, you'd be dead at 85 degrees because we use Celsius. <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're talking true, about. That's true. That's true. Um, so yeah. we actually connected not too long ago from um, a mutual friend and kind of just chatted and learned more about what each other did. And um, I signed up his for his email list and I was pretty much hooked. And I was like, you have to come on the podcast. <laughs> um, so you guys could definitely read about him uh, in his bio in the show notes. But Daniel, why don't you dive in and kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey and how you became the best marketer in Australia? Because that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, firstly, that 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 is a title that's been applied to me by by um, the best-selling author in Australia. So, uh, it, I don't try and say it about myself, but it's like, well, if you said it, yeah. I'm happy to I'm happy to repeat it. Yeah, take it, go yeah, for it. <laughs> so, I actually I, I started um, as a freelance copywriter about five years ago. Um, I was just working on Upwork, and I ended up hooking up with um, the the man who is. Uh, currently Australia's best-selling author and like he just won an order of Australia medal. He's, he's like sort of big news over here. Yeah. And um, back then he wasn't quite so much. So I came on with him just to help launch his book, which became like, you know, now 10, one in 10 people in Australia have read that book. So um, over the, over that time I have sort of worked with him helping to build uh, a really big and well-loved brand uh, sort of as his right hand man. And as that, I've had a, you know, a really good look at, um, how, cause we use email a lot to do that, to stay in touch with our list. And so over that time, I've sort of seen how you can use email to, to make people love you. And we also run a business as well. And, you know, how to use email to drive a really successful business. I've also been freelancing, working with a bunch of, um, fairly high profile clients, you know, who are selling courses and stuff and selling all, all sorts of things and helping them right there email copy. And so what I've really been doing for the last few years is watching um, how you can use email uh, in your business um, in a way that people like to hear from you, in a way that it's fun for you to do, uh, and in a way that helps your business make profit because this is the process for profit podcast. It's not the process yeah. for your, <laughs> your hobby podcast. <laughs> um, exactly. And so that, that's, really, that's really kind of what I do now. Um, as a freelancer and sort of moving away from other people's business and trying to focus on my own now is, is, is helping other businesses. And I really, I really like 
even though I've worked for the last few years with these really huge businesses and talking email lists of hundreds of thousands of people, I think it's more fun helping people who just got a hundred or 200 people yeah. or even a thousand people on their list. There's just, there's so much more upside for these people when they can learn how to do it right. And they're like, oh, wow, this is actually kind of fun. And this is really moving the needle. So that's really where I'm focusing uh, right now. For sure. I love that. Um, so that kind of, I mean, it kind of leads into that. So, so many people think that writing emails to their list is like this giant thing, this to do that has to be on their list and it's not something they enjoy doing myself included. Um, so how do they kind of flip that into being something that they actually enjoy that's going to make them sales. That's not just one of those things they've got to check off. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I, I, I don't know if we said this, but I actually do an email every single day to my list. Yeah. And I remember when, before I started doing that, um, I was thinking, I thought I'd just try it for a little while. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'll be able to keep that up. And it turned out to be a whole lot of fun. And <laughs> I think the reason is a lot, a lot of people, they put too much pressure on it and they think they've got to follow all these rules. Um, and it's got to be this big planned out thing that you do. Um, and you've got to have this sale planned or a campaign planned. And really, as you've probably seen in the way I do it, um, I, I actually just tell, I like telling stories about my life. I like sending people the kind of email that I would send them if I were, you know, uh, away and I was sending my mom an update on, um, yeah. here's a funny thing that happened to me today, or here's this crazy story, or here's something that I thought of that I thought you might find interesting. And I found that when I write about things that make me laugh or that I find super interesting that I want to tell people that it's actually a really fun thing to do. So there, there goes, there isn't really that, um, feeling of, Oh gosh, I have to do another email. I'm like, Oh my, <laughs> I cannot wait. What is the next thing I'm going to tell people? And yeah. I, you know, my philosophy is that you should just do it as often as you like doing it. Cause there's a lot of people who are like, you should email every single day. And maybe for someone like you, Brittany, I know we, we were yeah. talking before and you were like, oh my gosh, I can't think of a worse <laughs> thing that I'd want to do. And I say, that's yeah. fine. Do it. Do it when you have something fun to say. Like when you're like, oh man, my list would really like hearing from this or the craziest thing happened to me this morning. And if you're having fun when you actually write the story, I I almost every single time I'm writing, I'm sitting there laughing at my own jokes. And it's so dumb. Like my wife pops her head and she's like, you're writing an email, aren't you? Because I'm sitting there laughing at the keyboard at my lame jokes. But like, that's why it's fun for me because I'm telling things that I find funny and people reply to them and they're like, oh my gosh, I love that. And that feedback yeah. loop really keeps it going. So if you, if you're having fun and writing about things that you like and that are important to you, I think it really takes it away from being a sort of, oh my gosh, I have to do this to like, I can't, yeah. I can't wait to sort of um, get in touch with people again and sort of see how, see how my followers are doing and they'll email me back and it's this fun conversation. Oh yeah, no, I, I totally did that. The food blog one. <laughs> I was literally exactly. like dying <laughs> laughing. I was like, this is so true. And I replied back and I was like, this is amazing. Like, this is so spot on. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean that, so that was, that was an email that I sent right about uh, what it's like to, uh, <laughs> when you stumble on a yep. on a food blog recipe recipe and you just can't find the recipe for five uh -huh. minutes, you just keep scrolling so, yeah. and scrolling that was and just scrolling. Like, <laughs> exactly, and it's like just give me the freaking recipe. And that yep. was something that happened to me that morning. I was uh, awesome. the day before. I was looking for how to cook a sweet potato, and it's like she's telling me her life story. I'm like, ma'am, I picked your <laughs> site because it looked like it had the recipe. There were fifty other blogs. 
And I was just like, this would be fun <laughs> if I tell people about it. So there yep, you go. I, that's exactly I loved what it. I mean. And, and I replied back. Like, that's what you're trying to do is that feedback loop. I replied back and I was like, oh my yes. God, this is amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. So obviously we're all about processes and frameworks here. So you've got a three-step kind of framework that you use to write your emails every single day that you walk through. Yeah. Um, so, so there's actually, and I probably I probably didn't mention this. So there, there is yeah. sort of a... a preparation step that I do is just throughout um, my life, whenever I run into something like that sweet potato thing when I was Googling for a recipe or when I'm having this funny conversation with my wife or one of my kids does something stupid, I'll like, I just have a folder on my phone in my Apple Notes app and I'll just write it down. And every day when I go to sit down to write my email, I just got this huge list of topics. The hardest thing for me is picking one. Um, so yeah. that, that's actually, not, that's not part of my three steps. That's just a really helpful um, process that you can go through. If you're like, oh, I don't know if I have anything to say. Um, if you're just always writing stuff down, you really just, you have to pick what to say. That's the problem. Yeah. But when I actually am writing the email, it really helps me. And this is what I lay out for other people. They're like, well, what do I say? Because while I, I'm advocating that using email is cool and can be helpful, you also don't want to just, you know, just be rambling. Um, and getting nowhere. You want to, you want to make it profitable. That's the whole point. Yeah. So what I like to do is uh, I break the email into three parts. I have um, something, something fun, something to teach and something to sell. That's, that's, that's how I put it. And so I start with a fun story or a hook or something really cool that I think people are going to find interesting because you have to start with the interesting thing. And so that's like my story of, oh my gosh, I was Googling for a recipe and have you ever landed on the food blog? It's a, and then I will go into what do I want to teach people? Because I wanted to get something out of it. And you don't want to drone on too long, but you're like, look, here's the thing. You need to really meet your reader where they are. If they're looking for a recipe, give them the recipe. So that's sort of like my copywriting lesson. And then yeah. I will usually, almost every single day, I'll link. Like, And if you want help in your business doing that, you can join my wait list for my services here. And that's a really neat little three-part framework. They're not all three equal parts. Usually the fun part is 80% of the email. But if you follow those three things, it just makes it really easy for me. And I do that every single day. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. And like you said, everybody makes it just more complicated than it needs to be, myself included. Oh, yeah. so. <laughs> um, yeah. so then kind of tying into that, the dinner table strategy that you were talking about as far as yeah. like coming up with a lot of those different ideas. So like I said, I, I kind of write, um, write stuff down all the time and you'd be like, well, how do you know what to write about? And I've always thought of it as people tell me, I don't know what I'm going to say. What am I going to say in an email? And I'm like, every day when you sit down for dinner with your mom or your family or your wife or husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, you don't sit there quietly for half an hour. Like no one does that. You don't just sit there <laughs> quietly and eat. You talk and you tell yeah. them things about your day. You give opinions. Um, and so my case to anyone who asks that question is like, what, what are you going to say tonight at dinner? You're going to talk about, I read this thing online today. Oh my gosh, how stupid is this? I, I saw this on Facebook. Yep. It made me so mad. Oh man, I was, the kids were so terrible this morning. You have like 50 things that you're going to say. Any one of them, yep. if, if you're talking to someone at the table and they find it interesting, then you can tell it to someone on your email list and it will be interesting. And that's the, the framework I think of. If, if you're stuck for ideas, just think, well, would I talk about this at dinner tonight? And that could be something that you write about. And that's that's if you're stuck yeah. for ideas. And you really don't have to pressure yourself for this because I'm on board with you, Brittany. Yeah. You, 
we want to make this easier for people. It's not about, I'm not here saying yeah. you've got to do an email every day, so start taking notes. But it's yeah. like, if you do something interesting, you can write about it. You have my permission. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think we all have so much to talk about. I think, again, it just goes back to like making it this big, crazy, complicated thing and and making it this like whole campaign that has to do something. And I love the simplicity of like, just make it fun, teach them something quick and then give them a way to get on your list or yeah. give them a way to get something. So that's awesome. Um, so we've all seen crazy, insane, complex email funnels and tagging and all the things. Um, obviously, you're a little bit more about simplicity. So you want to kind of touch on why those complex, crazy funnels maybe aren't always the best idea to make money? <laughs> and so I, I, I'm just going to back this up by saying I've yeah. worked with some really big businesses. And we're talking about yep. sales where we made 10, like over, over $10 million. Uh, well, yeah. uh, campaigns, like not, not at one time. Uh, and yeah, individual yeah. sales that have made you know, more than seven figures at once. So I've yep. seen, you know, how these things work. And what what I found is that there are a lot of people who teach these complex sales funnels. It's like day one, announce the pre-sale and you drop it <laughs> in the PS. And then day two, it's like you tease with some content. And day three, you step back and it's like, oh my gosh. And it, people look at that and it's like so overwhelming. And they're selling you this course for like 2000 bucks and I'll show you how to do the funnel. And really what I found, and I'm, I'm talking from real experience and real profits, yeah. is that when you just have a simple, you regularly keep in touch with a list and you constantly have something to sell to them. And it doesn't have to be a hard sell. Like my sales every day, if you, if you see them, Brittany, they're really yeah. fun. Like I've never shoved anyone onto my list. Oh. I'm like, I always make a joke about it. And that isn't so much, I'm not trying to sell so much every day, but when I do a sale, people are like kind of warmed up for it. Cause the reason you do yep. these complex funnels is it's like, Oh no, I've never sold anything. And now people are going to hate me if I start selling to them and I've got to kind of work it in and sneak past them. But if you are regularly sort of telling them, Hey, I have things to sell you. When you come do a sale, you can just do more of the same and just add in a deadline for what you're selling. That's really the main thing you have to change. Just add in a yeah. deadline and email a bit more frequently. So maybe, if you do weekly emails and then you're selling something one week, maybe you do one a day and you do two emails on the last day. And um, yeah, and if that's freaking you out, then do less. If you're like, oh my gosh, my <laughs> list is going to hate me. But, but the thing is, if you, you still keep them the same. You don't have to change anything. You just do something, something yeah. fun, something to teach, something to sell. And you do that and people will love them just as much as they love your regular emails. Whereas all these yeah. other complex funnels, some of the emails are like, Oh. If they don't, they can unsubscribe. They they can hop they off. They can. <laughs> they can. And, they, and I mean, I I wasn't expecting you to push that. I, I'd be like that because I'm hardcore. I'm like, yeah, they can get off my list if they don't want to buy. But, you know, some people are really scared about that. And I'd say I'm not going to yeah. prescribe that you have to be hardcore. Um, but the point yeah, is, like, sure. some people have in these complex funnels, they have emails that are just full-on sales emails. It's like, okay, today I'm going to persuade you to buy the course. And it's just this long sales email. <laughs> and people like don't want to read that. But if you just keep the framework, yeah. there's something fun in every email. They don't care if yep. you're selling to them because they still got something fun out of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have a sale at the, uh, like to get on your waiting list every single time. And like, I'm not at that point that I need that or want that, but it's there and it's just keeps continuing exactly. to be there. And then when it comes time, I can just click. <laughs> exactly right. And, and the way I would... It, 
you know, the way I would get you to do that, because I'm not actually trying that hard right now to get people on it. What I'm really doing yeah. is just setting the expectation. And if I really wanted to do a push, I put in a deadline and an incentive. I'd add those two things yep. in and I'd do a yep. focus campaign over a week where it's like on Friday, this ends. And yeah, that's when people sure. would get in. But I don't care if they don't before that. I, I get to yep. choose when that happens. But it's just so simple. Yeah. And I've I've tried to create complex email funnels too, because I thought that's what you had to have to sell courses and membership sites and all the things. And like the tech stuff behind that, especially as solopreneur, is so overwhelming. And oh, I'm yeah. a tech person. Like I do systems and processes and like the tech in the back end, especially when you don't have systems that are kind of more all in one and you're like piecing them together. It's a nightmare. Like it is crazy. So simplicity always works way better for sure. Oh yeah. If you feel like your business is running you and you're always searching for links, information, or just generally feel disorganized, you need my business management templates. These templates are made inside of Trello, but I provide the training on how to move them to Asana, ClickUp, Monday.com, and more. So steal my exact system that I use to manage all the moving pieces in my online business without letting things slip through the cracks. Go to TalkTrello2Me.com and click on templates to grab yours now for only $27. Yeah, actually on that, um, another way to do it, um, that that's like sales campaigns. And another thing that people get really hung up on is like autoresponders and, you know, how yes. to sort of welcome people onto your list. Yep. Uh, and there's a lot of people who are like, they give really overplan that. Um, and it's like the first email has to sort of tell the story then open this loop. And I've seen these, the whole books that are written about this. And again, like, I, I love the simplicity of this, just the way you can apply. And this is what I do myself. I just take, because I write an email every day, uh, I just take the best ones. I'm like, that one got a yeah. good response. That one got a good response. And I just stack them all together, um, strung them together. Yeah. So someone joins my list, they get like, you know, 10 of the best ones that I've sent out. And they're like, oh my gosh, these are so fun. And because I'm writing them all the same way, because I'm not over planning it, it's just that simple three-step process every day. Um, it doesn't matter. I can put them in whatever order I want. Whereas other people have to really plan this. They're like, what did yesterday's email say? Uh, and how's this email going to tie into tomorrow's one? And oh my gosh. And now I can't move them around. And if that one, you know, if something happens to change that one, I got to throw out the whole funnel. But again, like you can build your autoresponder in like five minutes just by, if you write regular emails, like once a week and it's like, that one was good. Yep. That one was good. I'm just going to stack them together. And it's really simple. No, I mean, you're talking like, I'm pretty sure I'm just your ideal person because <laughs> all of those things and like the over planning and like making it crazy and complex, I've done all of that. And then I stopped doing it and I stopped emailing because I'm like, oh, that's so complicated and crazy. Like, I just, I can't keep up with it. So it's, it's definitely, I think a problem for a lot of entrepreneurs that, especially because we see a lot of these big companies, right. That are doing these crazy sales campaigns and like all of these things. But when you're just a solopreneur or a really small team, like that's really hard to pull off. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole, whole name of the game is just make it simple, make it easy. I love your three-part framework. Um, I'm going to start using that because I need to start emailing my people more. Um, do you have any kind of like just general business lessons that you've kind of learned working with some of these bigger businesses, but also freelancing and kind of working for some of these smaller businesses that you think might be important or helpful for our listeners? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really the main one I would say is really focused on, um, what we've been talking about. And it's a mistake that I made for a long time uh, is that 
you should really put yourself uh, first uh, every day and in general, like pay yourself first, kind of that principle. So th there's a couple of ways that happens. Yeah. Number one, I would say like the first hour of the day belongs to you. And that has been super valuable for me because you're a mum, Brittany, you know this. I mean, your kids aren't quite as yeah. young as mine, <laughs> but my kids, um, my three-year-old, he likes waking up at 5.30 in the morning. For the last three days, he's woken up at 5.20 a.m. And as you can imagine, it's very hard to get stuff done. So I'm up at like 4.15 every day. Yeah. And that first hour is like uh, for me. And so I'm, uh, I, I'll write my daily email in that time because that's just something that I can do to build my business. Uh, and, you know, I think really successful yep. people do that. They don't let other people's priorities come in first. And the, the, the flip side to that also is, you know, on stepping back a little is always working on building your own thing up, especially if you're a freelancer. I mean, I guess that you've got probably more entrepreneurs listening to this and they kind of, they kind of are working on their own thing. But, you know, even if you're doing consulting or freelancing, it's always like easier money. And that's what I've been doing for a long time. Yeah. But, you know, you spend so long helping other people build their businesses. If you don't build yours, um, it kind of, maybe it's good in the short term, but in five years, you're going to be like, oh, what have I been doing? Um, and so, that's a mistake that I was even making for a long time. I was yeah. working, I hope <laughs> these people get really, really famous. And I'm like, ah, yeah, but no one's reading my book uh, in, in, yeah, on bookshelves yep. and so on. Yep. And so that's the other side of it. <laughs> yeah, is, no, um, I, I talk about that you know, a lot, actually, the, the, in my membership. Yeah. I dive into like that big picture totally. strategy stuff first. You have to, like, I have my road to scalability method. Like you have to know where you're going because like a road trip to nowhere is awesome, right? You could just drive around to go check stuff out. It's amazing, but you can't build a sustainable yeah. business that way without having that end destination in mind. Absolutely. And you know, that, that's something that I found super important. All right. So you've got kids at home, you're running a business. What kind of productivity hacks do you have that are super helpful for you to be able to get stuff done, but still be able to spend time with your family and not feel like you're constantly working all the time? Yeah. Um, so one, one of those, like I said, waking up early uh, is super helpful for me. And I don't think everyone has to wake up early. Not everyone is a morning person. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I do think finding, you know, you can outlast kids. So finding your time when are you, whether it's morning or middle of the day or night where you um, can work without other people around and sort of devoting that to your most important thing. Because you have to combine that with your most important thing. You can't say, this is my time. And then you sit there reading Facebook. Um, right. <laughs> and then you, you know, it ha you have to couple scrolling, your, your scrolling Instagram with, stories and all the things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to couple the important time with the important work. Um, For sure. And also, uh, it, it might sound basic. I know you did a podcast on this recently, oh. I, I think, but like having your own space, um, like I have a bedroom that I turned into an office. I mean, a lot of people work on their kitchen table and I used to do that too. And just the difference in having a space where you can come in and shut the door and yep. people don't come in there because you're working has been night and day. And I mean, you can see behind me, the room is super bare because I actually, <laughs> I am actually getting the space redesigned. Uh, yeah. I'm working with an interior designer. And so we kind of getting it refurnished to make it a nice place to be. And like, I love people obviously can't see what we're seeing, but I just love the, yeah, yeah. Um, the background that you've got behind you. And yeah. it's even got like the letters, which is always, like, oh man, that's so cool. <laughs> I need to tell my interior designer, I was, I should take a screenshot of this and be like, you know, Brittany has yeah. this really cool thing behind her. I want to look like that when I'm up close. 
Because you're looking, you're well lit, yeah. and you're, you know, we yep. could be recording this for you, like, you're well lit, for and you've got sure. this fancy stuff behind you. I just got this empty room, but that's because, you know, I'm getting it, I'm kind of getting it redesigned to make for it a sure. space where I want to be, and want to be productive. Because I think yep. if you're working from home, that is super important. Yeah. And I mean, I think so many more people are starting to work from home and that can be super distracting. Like, yeah, it's great that you can work on the couch sometimes or on the kitchen table or do whatever, but it it really does hinder productivity a lot because then you're doing other things and you're distracted and you're not able to actually get stuff done. So, um, yeah, no, this has been super, super awesome. I love your email structure, all of that good stuff. I am definitely going to start implementing that because I am one of those people that makes it way too complicated and think that I have to have this big extravagant thing before I can email my list, which is silly. Um, is there anything else that you think would be helpful for our listeners or anything else you want to cover that um, maybe we'll get some people to email their list more often? <laughs> um, well, I, I, I don't have a, a specific thing that I can point people to, but I, I would say if you're, um, you know, if you want to watch how I do it, you can go to my website at persuasivepage.com and you can opt into the list and just, just watch how, how I do it and yeah. try and tell yep. fun stories. And you will obviously for the first 10 or so days, you'll get, you know, some of the really fun ones. Um, yep. and it just, you know, I invite you to kind of swipe that and my brother, right. I was talking to him the other day and he's like, he, he tells me he has one of my emails open and he's emailing his list because he's just got this this small list of personal training yeah. clients. And he's like, I was looking at your story and I wrote my own and here it is. And it was really good. So it's like, I love awesome. It. If, if you, well, yeah, and if you, you, you did a whole like, email about that, right? That you were helping your brother yeah. like try to figure that whole exactly. thing out. And he's like, he's like what am I going to email my people? I don't know what to email them. And you're like, yes, you do. Just do it. <laughs> And there you go. That is a perfect example of how like yep. you can turn even these things, they become more email content. So there's, there's a million yeah, ways. For sure. No, seriously, you guys have to go join this list. It's amazing. So you just go do it. Just go. <laughs> but Thanks. awesome. Thank you, Daniel, so much for coming on. It's been so much fun. And I can now say that I've in- interviewed somebody internationally, which is pretty cool too. <laughs> just, just saying, just throwing that out there. But uh, yeah, guys, go check out his email list. Go um, check out his website. Go get on all the things because he's doing some really awesome stuff. And like he said, you can really mimic what he's doing just by looking at his emails and then do that to your, for your list. So, um, and then if you guys are business owners, which most of you are, and you're looking to get your backend more organized, uh, maybe so that you have more time to email your list, then definitely go check out our free masterclass and learn about our road to scalability methods. So thanks again for having me on and, uh, we'll see you guys next time.